Hello, welcome to Coffee Milk. I'm Mitch Apollo, And I'm Mark Laporte. And this is the third episode we've done. We're sure the inaugural episode one, three times over. Mm. We didn't like the uh, first two, and here we are on the third. So you think we're going to do better this time? Uh, yeah, I really hope we do. Um, yeah, those those last two episodes were not, not good at all. Well, it's uh, December 30th. We plan on having this up on January 1st. We essentially created this podcast. Well, I... I kind of came up with it. Mitch came up with the name Coffee Milk because we live in Rhode Island. That's the state drink. And Mm -hmm. if you're from Rhode Island, you you should really love Coffee Milk. Coffee Milk is great. (laughs) The way I know Mitch is he's kind of a a schemer. Kid loves to have ideas and and side hustles and stuff, but he can't focus on one. He'll start something and then he tries something different, which isn't a bad thing because you're young. He's 20 years old and he... um, you know, he just wants uh, shiny object syndrome. Yes, I, I say attention deficit, ooh squirrels. <laughs> you know, I figured this podcast would be kind of a great way for us to get together, and then we can just always talk about side hustles or starting something. Mm-hmm. But this is also to get you to stay, be consistent with something. Yeah. All I want is just if we could do fifty-two episodes this year. If you could stick with this for one year, I feel that's good for you in future business ideas plus we can kind of focus in on one have the audience help us yeah i decided like well i agreed to doing this podcast it was your idea and then i was like huh you know that's a good idea so um i decided to do it because i don't really know exactly what i want to do for my career and um i'm recently interested in the internet and just things online doing business online uh, marketing and whatnot, because AI is blowing up right now and everything is moving to the internet. So I was like, we'll do a podcast. And uh, when you were talking with me about how it can also open up, it has so many like opportunities for networking and building an audience. So I was like, oh, I didn't really consider that part. It's like you you start a podcast and then you could have someone asking you for advice on like how to set up a podcast and then. Like, you could be potentially helping people and, like, uh, meeting new people along the way and other creators and whatnot, so. Yeah, that's what somebody was saying. They said, uh, say you have an agency. Like, I I have an idea for an agency I want to create. If you're trying to sell your services to somebody, what's the easiest way to sell to them? Are you going to cold email them, cold call them? Or how about you just invite them on your podcast and let them talk about themselves and then say, oh, by the way, I do this, and... Boom, you may have a client. I feel it's easier to have people come on and talk about themselves and you can sell them anything. Yeah, I thought it'd be cool to have... uh, Maybe we shouldn't include that if we try and do it in the future. What? (laughs) Oh, what? Have someone on the podcast, have them talk, and then, oh, just pitch them the idea. Oh, I'm not saying that's that's the essential plan, but I'm saying it's it's always an option because uh, I feel with a podcast, you, you have so much just from doing one thing i mean you could turn this into blog posts instagram things tiktok things and then you were just talking about your friend who has the gym meme page and he makes three grand a month just from doing ads or whatnot for other things but as a meme if you did that with a podcast and you create little short snippets from the golden pieces of advice we're going to give throughout this entire podcast oh yeah (laughs) oh i actually have a story about uh youtube shorts too but keep going oh yeah no no what's up i posted a youtube video 
on Aesteto Corsa Sim Racing. Yeah, so sim racing is really big now. Everyone's got uh, all this high-tech equipment for steering wheels for playing Forza and racing games on the computer. Oh, a simulator. Yeah, okay. a racing simulator. I thought this was a drone. So you got the you got the pedals, you got the shifter, you got the steering wheel. It gives you uh, electronic force feedback on the steering wheel, so it feels like you're driving a car. That's insane. So the views on people recording themselves steering and their pedals and shifting and also recording the gameplay in first person and in VR, too. That's what so you, you sent can, me. You can put yourself in VR in the car. So that was you driving in, on a simulator. and Yeah, yeah, I sent you a clip a yeah. while ago. So, yeah, that's when I was thinking about doing a, a YouTube uh, channel, but I never went through with it. That was about a year ago, and then just recently I posted a video. Then my friend, uh, Dylan, also made a YouTube channel right after... I did that because he was like, I'm doing it too. So he makes a video on this new game. It's by Rick and Morty. You look it up. It's by Rick and Morty and it's for console. I think PS4. I don't know. Maybe every console. This game he's playing, it is hilarious. Every like character talks. If you accidentally hit the pause button instead of the reload button, the gun has a talking face on it. And it will yell at you and say, what type of idiot hits the pause button instead of reloading a gun? So he gets a funny clip from the game and he puts it into a YouTube short. It got 1.4K overnight. Yeah, people love to watch that, especially the driving. Like, people love cars. So all you need it, is the, just a the second graphics camera. graphics have gotten so good now that if you're just driving a car and it's satisfying, it's got the sounds, the exhaust backfiring, some flames. Like, maybe people like drifting, fast driving. You can cut up through traffic on the highway. Just like watching videos of real cars drifting late through Japan and whatnot. I don't think of that. You know? It's like the the car culture. Like there's a there's a lot behind it. Okay, well why don't you do that? I got two videos posted. Now I gotta add the the camera for the hands and the feet camera. Wow, so it's three cameras. I don't know if I'm gonna do the pedal camera. Yes, yeah. See, I'm I eventually gonna do it, but it's gonna be a lot to sync up. That's why people do the clap. Uh, if you ever see a video being made, it's like quiet on the set, and then they have that big you know snap thing yeah okay that's what it's for that's to sync up everything oh, that was a big tangent about video games <laughs> no but it's a great idea because i mean uh the youtube channel at work oh. we do about two two grand a month from ad revenue just from that yeah from youtube yeah 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 it's great youtube's awesome even for um like not just for Aesteto Corsa. So that game has a bunch of mods and people make their own cars and weather uh weather mods, graphics mo graphics mods, whatnot. So you can pay for all of that and get get uh like premium access to it. Right. Because like people who create these, it's not like a game developer, it's just like normal like, people. Normal like coders and whatnot. They make them and then they have a Patreon and they sell it on Patreon. The mod download. Oh, that's pretty yeah. nice. See, I just play Overwatch. I don't know anything about any of the games. I mean, I tried playing NHL, uh, the new NHL. I am, I'm just horrible at sports games. I could never get it. But a card game, I can, for some reason, I can zone into a card game, and I feel like I gotta try a simulator. Oh, I need one to try. Got seats, and you can move them back and oh, forth, and they go sideways. I wish I had the the seat. What's that cost? Oh, those are expensive. It's like five grand, or yeah, oh, no yeah. kidding. Yeah. You know how many people are just selling, like, random products, like, slushy cups, um, there's this thing, uh, this, uh, loop, loop lasso, I think they call it, it's, uh, 
it's a little like string uh machine and it, it it makes this giant loop of string and they got these neon strings but it looks cool they're selling all these product like little toys and gadgets on snapchat like you make a video just about the one gadget and you you make one account for one gadget and you just you'll get 50k on your on your video and with 50k you gotta get some sales for free you post it you just post oh, it. views views yeah views 50k Sorry. views so that's a lot of exposure for your product so it's like you could sell anything nowadays dang that's another what is it little just idea selling small products online and marketing through snapchat tiktok youtube shorts all those i mean short screen medias your own product or do you want to sell somebody else's well it would be awesome to have your own, but I'm saying just like in general, as a as a side hustle idea, little business idea, oh, you could do that. Like affiliate marketing. I see a lot of people doing it. Or drop shipping. Yeah. You know, <laughs> listening to some guy telling you how to get rich, you got to go out and do it and figure it out. And, and, I, and make mistakes. Oh, making mistakes. That's why it's good. That's why it's good that you're doing a lot of different things because you should never really master one thing. Like, I'm a man of many talents, master of none. But it's better than being a master of one. That's the whole I guess, quote. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I like being a... Wait, did I get that right? A jack of all trades, master of... Man of many talents, mas master of none. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's better than master, master of, of one. I want to be master of some... Definitely some... I like doing a little bit of everything. Um, so have you, uh, seen all of the AI art that's nope. going on recently? Nope. Nope. Oh. The last thing I sent you was about chat GPT because I saw it in a news article so, or maybe somebody tweeting about there's, it. There's a massive debate right now. Well, not a massive debate, but I get, I guess you could call it a massive debate. Um, do you, are you for AI art? Or against AI art. Do you think it is a bad thing to have a no. machine be trained on a bunch of people's like original artwork that they have created with their hands and minds and then have a machine learn from that and like its own create its own thing? Do you think that's like I think it's perfectly fine infringing on their design rights or No, because everybody who's an artist right now has learned from the previous artists there's people who who like okay. picasso's work and they kind of replicate it in their own work and, or um uh, salvador dali or anything like that yeah. so I, I feel like ai it's just another human learning from everybody else but it gets to learn from everybody yeah and yeah it's own thing. fascinating i don't really i, I think it's cool <laughs> of course, I'm going I, I think to me in five years when AI takes over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think it. I think it's okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. If I was to put myself in a really good or just an artist's shoes, I, I think I would be. I would be scared and I would be upset. Once you learn how it works and you learn that, like, you when you're an artist, like you, you take so much time to like. Oh yeah. Draw and and art like paint. I'm not an artist myself, but I know like they they take time and it's like they like take pride in it. So it's like I it would be I would be distraught if all of a sudden this machine is just pumping out these amazing images in my style <laughs> in seconds. Yeah, in seconds too, in batches of hundreds. And my thing is, every company needs to adapt. The future keeps coming. Yeah, you need to be able to yes. adapt. So I agree. If 
Henry Ford, the assembly line. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, companies now just needed less workforce, but they needed to be trained on how an assembly line works. Yeah. So yeah. made everything more efficient. The artist just needs to learn how to use the AI art, and then maybe it'll create something for them that the artist could take and then just turn it into their own thing yeah. in Photoshop or something. Yeah. I don't see why yeah. it's a big deal. I mean, it's definitely, it's it's hard to think about when you're not an artist. Oh, I'm not creative in any way, shape, or form. Me neither. Me neither. I need to see it. I, I was always in art class. I was always the kid the teacher would go up to, and, and they'd be talking to me. They'd be like, are you going to add any, any more detail or anything else? I'm like, no, I think it's good. Uh, the stick figures no, are fine. Exactly, exactly. It's like, no, look at this guy. He's hanging over there, and I got a stick figure over there, too. Look, it's great. No, uh, no, I'm not an artist. But. I think the only thing I was good at was uh, when they did the... Uh, the pottery. Uh, like, okay. uh, yeah, I know. No, I wasn't too slug. good at that either. I like that stuff. So there was a conversation that I was listening to in the AI art Discord because uh, Mid Journey, one of the top AI art uh, generators, is uh, run through Discord. So there was a voice channel in there. I was listening to everyone talk, and they were having the debate about AI and is this is this all. Um, like, is this ethical to do? Is this right? Should we be training this AI on all these images because it's it's working really damn good? So everyone's kind of getting, like, nervous. So they were having a conversation about is it ethical or not to train the AI on images? And artists, artists are getting mad and whatnot. And there were even some um, artists that come to the AI Discord just to talk about and debate and not even use the tool because they're an artist themselves and they're upset because this tool is insane you can do um add to the end of your prompt by um salvador dali or like even any like just general artist that you can find on an art website like say there's a just artist in new york or like just a small like artist somewhere who posts their art online frequently that ai probably was trained on their art they were having a debate about it and a lot of people were saying that think back to the printing press what happened then people were like oh like this information is going to be like spread in like waves and like it's not going to be the same like it used to be like you could just take a book and copy it and spread it everywhere now you can take an image and just print as many as you want whoever you are like it doesn't matter who you are you can make art and like people adapted to that. So I feel like people will adapt to this as well. I also think it's the AI art. We're not creative or I'm not creative. I, I, you've seen me use the machine. I, I'm horrible yeah. at it, but you taught me you can go into crazy detail because I always said the hands and the eyes look weird. And then you said, no, no, you could do the iris thing or type in an iris yes, prompt. Yes. It's, it's very finicky. It's like if you don't give it the direction that you want a hand with five fingers or you, or you don't want, you have to say like no disformed face or you have to say symmetrical face because some of the machines, a lot of the algorithms don't understand um, the word no or negative language. Oh, okay. Because it's kind of like spaced apart and it's like it doesn't know how to associate the word no with words after it. So you could say no umbrella, but I want a raincoat. So like it's not going to sit. Okay. No, if it wants a no umbrella or no raincoat too. It's like, 
I don't know, gets confused. No, no, that's... Um, are you more under the art side? Because it seems like you can... I'm exploring all of the AI right now. I'm using the AI um, language models to uh, generate prompts for the generators. So I just ask it to make me a random scene and then feed it to the generator. And then you basically just have an infinite flow <laughs> of art being generated that is... That's it makes sense. Thing. It makes sense too. You could ask it to, you could ask the uh, language model to generate you uh, text prompts for um, stickers, random stickers, and it will give you all coherent examples of stickers that make sense and come out perfectly every time. You don't have to do any prompting. You don't have to tweak your prompts. They always look great. It's like unlimited art. It's insane. So, like, combining the text AI with the image AI is, like, insane when you combine. I never even thought about yeah. that. I think it's wild how, with all this AI stuff, you really don't need to do or learn anything anymore. I mean, you have to learn how to talk yeah. to the AI. Yeah. But before, before the internet in the 80s and stuff, everybody thought that access to information was lacking, and that's why people were dumb. And then we get the internet, and you have all this access to information instantaneously, and mm -hmm. now you just realize now people are dumb. And then you got AI now, which is like, oh, what topic do you want me to write about? And you're just like, oh, physics. And then it'll just spit out a whole physics thing, oh, and yeah. then you can use that and turn it into images for your physics book or what. It's just, it's amazing to me that you just don't have to really do anything anymore. I don't know. No, I, I, everything's going way too fast. So, you were you were around too old when the internet like came out and yeah. started becoming a big thing. Totally. So, what did people think of the internet uh, the when it was coming out? It was so a fad. They thought it was it wasn't going to last. Nope. They thought. Did they think it was going to make people dumb, or or did they think it was going to? Do something bad because it was like well, I, instantaneous information and whatnot. I don't remember that stuff. They just I remember everybody being like, "No, it's just a fad." AOL's, you know, just a one-time thing. And AOL was kind of the internet that really got everybody on board because it had a beautiful interface. It wasn't just uh oh, like you you open up Google Chrome or something. You got to type in a, a website. There was none of that before. You went on, it's like, welcome, you've got mail. <laughs> you've got mail, I love that. I want to hear it. Oh, God, before that, buddy, you look at it, nice. All right, then after AOL, it was Netscape, and do it again. Oh, you've God. got mail. I thought it would sound better, but oh, no. it sounds like a, you're talking through a walkie-talkie. But I'll tell you, getting that you've got mail thing, it, it was just... Intense. You were so excited when you had mail. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. But at that time, um, yeah, it was just probably big because of the chat rooms too. You just go into any chat room. There's a lot of scumbags, but um Oh yeah, I feel like the chat rooms were weird. It, it, it was wild to be able to talk to somebody instantaneously yeah. in Alaska, but it was weird because they they just hand out CDs like they were going out of style CD ROMs and you'd have to install the software but it came with like maybe a free ten or twenty hours of AOL because you had to pay by the hour it was uh, and it, it got pretty expensive when you went over your time so yeah 
I think my friend still has all his AOL CDs in the package because we oh used them as God. oh we used them as coasters. I, they put them in every gas station, just every they were everywhere. You went to a pizza parlor, I think they just had big stacks of free AOL software, free twenty hours, and you just create new usernames and try and get back in contact with all the people you had before and tell them, look, I got a new AOL account, but. Uh, Sorry, I don't know where we're going with that. It was just a fad. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> but then towards the end of it, CD-ROM. Oh yeah, that's how we had to do it. You couldn't if you had to download something. I mean, a song might have taken me hours to yeah. download. Three minute song would take hours, and if anybody at the time was calling in, you'd lose the connection to the internet and you'd lose your download. So you'd either have to. I don't know. Oh gosh download from where you because someone if someone called the house phone yes oh i rem i i always um i think i remember there was like a movie scene or something i was watching and then um someone called the house and some kid was on the computer and he was pissed and i, and I didn't understand that and now now i do oh yeah because you would wait hours for this thing to download even a picture probably took uh, 10 20 minutes um it was insane. Wow, that's crazy. Or your parents would just need to make a phone call and they'd pick up the phone while you're on the computer. Yeah, the most distressing thing ever because it took maybe five minutes to get back on. Oh, it was like a whole process to log on. Absolutely. You, AOL would close and then you have to reopen it and then it would just, you'd hear the modem noises. And I'm going to put this in here. It was, it's horrible. But when you hear it again, I don't know. It, it takes you back to a simpler time, but the download speeds were shit. Were they against the internet when it came out? Were, were there groups like saying, no, this is bad? Oh, God. We need the library. Oh, at, at that point, yeah. I mean, there were just, there's always crazy people. So there's always people who complain. All right, I'm thinking. So since we're going into 2023, I'll drop a prediction real quick. So oh, you want um, to do predictions? We, well, we don't, we could, we could make them. Prediction Oh, prediction minute. Okay. So. AI um, is going to basically uh, almost like replace the internet. And there's going to be like everyone making their own AI models for searching or whatnot. And it's going to be like, I, I don't know. I feel like AI is just going to be everywhere you think it's in 2023. Really? Yes. Sarah, it seems like everything's picking up faster i mean it took a while for everybody to get the internet or everybody in the united states is still probably a lot of people who don't have it um you know so say it was 10 years say from like 95 to 2005 that's what it took for everybody to become okay this is this is the thing so we're all going to be involved just like cell phones i mean i got my smartphone maybe four years ago i still had a flip phone so you're saying it's going to take more time for AI to catch on and everyone to be using it? I think as if it was like a search engine, because people are already using it like a search engine today. I think a lot of people are using it because those are the groups that you're involved that, in. So, yeah, that I'm seeing, yeah. But, I mean, talk to your friends. They know AI. No, they don't. They have no clue. Yeah. So it's when your friends start talking to you about it, that's when it's taken off. Uh, Bitcoin, what, 2011? It was 2017. What are we at? What's Bitcoin price right now? I think 16. Maybe it's down to 16. 16.562. Oh, when you saw it four years ago. But it's... that's because some uh, bills are coming out. I think it's. I think uh, crypto is going to be oh, end of the a year. big thing in 2023, too. There's another prediction. 
Okay. I think we're going to see like actual US bills or something to get crypto in, whether it be like a different type of it. Maybe the banks will make their own digital currency. 100% there. And if banks do make their own digital currency, then I think that's going to boost the overall adoption of crypto. Like we're going to see another adoption cycle. And you think it's going to have, I think we're going to, okay, my prediction 2023 crypto winter. It's not going to go up. It's going to go down or it's going to stay the same. Because everything's going on behind the scenes with it? Uh, I think because of just the overall consensus of the world and the economy. Right now, what I think we're seeing in, in fine, like I keep looking at the stock market every day or my mm. boss, he keeps telling me that. Okay. Numbers. So it makes no I'm sense. I'm not talking in much of terms of price. Maybe like adoption will go up. Like, things will happen. But I feel if adoption goes up, then the price has to go up. We have just a limited amount of Bitcoin, and Ethereum is in a deflationary state. So it it burns more than it mints. So it keeps going down, so you have less and less of it. But the price is going down. I don't see anything within the next year that would cause a mass adoption. Okay. Like that. Or more adoption. I think it's going to just be, I think it's going to go down. All right. So that's my prediction. Crypto, no. AI, yes. I believe that'll uh, get or become more adopted by people. Okay. Um, But my whole thing was things took time, just like smartphones. They took, well, maybe five years for yeah. most people. It took me 10. It's just the fact that like all the AI five. that has came out recently is just going. It's accelerating. At, it, it, it is improving at light speed. Uh, I agree. It's that, insane. That's the Every case. time you log on to use it again or try the tool again, whatever which whatever tool it may be, there is something new added. Like they just added um, uh, Niji Journey to Mid Journey and uh, that is like a AI model for images that is optimized for um, anime artwork. So more for like, just like, um, just like flat color and simple line designs, like sticker designs and whatnot. And like, um, like signs like that. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. Like line. something simple. Um, and also anime episodes like it's trained on anime episodes and you know how many anime episodes there are i don't watch it personally but my friend does and he showed me it once and i was like dude there's 300 episodes to this thing and he's like oh no there's more and i'm like what he's like yeah i'm on 250 i'm like what how do you where do you find time for this and every episode is like what 40 minutes i think 30 uh, minutes four minutes if, you, if it's an hour it's about 44 minutes yeah but wow insane anyways they got a ai model for basically everything now it's like there's a new one coming out every every day it's crazy and they're using it for sentiment analysis for investing in in crypto and stocks so like get the overall sentiment or basically how people feel like are they in fear or are they greedy in the markets based on what people are saying on different social media channels and on news outlets i guess or whatnot they'll have an ai bot go out scrape all the info and uh they'll train it on learning if a statement is negative or positive warren buffett always said if thing. there's b blood in the streets buy yeah so when there's negative sentiment that's when you buy when there's positive sentiment that's when there's exactly no right now you should be dollar cost averaging into whatever you want uh, or wait until it 
dips. It, it, it's weird. There's a lot of things going down, but the overall index funds are going up. I don't know. Um, I'm not. I'm not too uh, educated. Index fund all the stuff. Okay, so you got those general terms. You got a regular stock. That's ownership of a company. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, you submit. Yeah, yeah, you own a piece. And then there are funds that take a whole bunch of stocks that they like, like the S&P 500 is, yes. is 500. Oh, yeah, that's what you're saying? That's an index fund? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, okay, so I know what an index fund is. I just didn't know the word and succession. So, I feel, though, the economy's kind of going to shit. I'm like, yeah, it is. They said that. But the S&P 500 is up, you're saying? Well, I'm saying the overall market. Overall market, okay. And that kind of freaks me out because something's artificially keeping this thing up. And when yeah. that stops, yeah, people are saying like the crash, like and I can tell people don't happen. want it to go down any further, well, and it is artificially being kept up. Yeah, that makes sense. And then it's gonna really take the bottom is not near; it's going to get worse. Yeah, and that's what they actually were saying at the World Economic Forum. They said the United States in for uh, the wet. a rude awakening because I agree. Uh, this was actually based on oil prices, and they wanted to cap oil barrels of oil at sixty dollars. And I think Putin's idea is okay. Well, if you want to cap it at sixty dollars, isn't it that, way above sixty dollars right now? Uh, or I think it's like eighty. Okay, I thought it was higher. What did it reach uh, when it, it spiked? Uh, which time? Like uh, over a hundred, right? Like, oh yeah, one thirty. Oh yeah, there's a. Oh, I can't even read it. Uh, 70, 79, uh, 84 for rent crude, which I guess is the normal. And what did it spike to, like, when the Ukraine conflict started? I think 120. 120, yeah. I thought it was around 120 or 130. But... This one. It was 127. Yep, okay. I've seen it there before. Yeah. It, it's not... You've it's seen not... it there before, like, before COVID and whatnot? Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I want to say it was probably 2007, 2008. Which is when we had another financial collapse. This was all based on... Oh, 2008. Yeah. The housing market. Yes. When it fell. Yes. And then all the banks that owned all those mortgages. And then, what did it, What was it? Two guys shorted it? Yeah. It was... And, okay. It was really one guy, and then he had a, a, one guy. a few people with money that said, okay, you know what? I'm going to hedge my bet. If, I'm, if I have a lot of real estate... Then I also want to go against real estate and and bet against it. Therefore, if it goes down, oh, even on both sides, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's like betting red and black. Yeah, uh, my uh, one of my friends was uh, doing sports betting and he was freaking out about whether he should hedge or ride. Is is that what they do? It's like you hedge against losing or you just ride it out. Yeah, so he was freaking out one day. He's like, "Oh man, I don't know what to do. Should I hedge or ride?" Or did he win? Uh, no. <laughs> No, I think he rode and lost. Oh, God. And he, and he wanted to hedge at the beginning, and then he was like, nope, I'm riding. See, I used to be, I'm not big into gambling, but I used to enjoy yeah. betting on games, but I would bet. I never got into that. I just lost money in crypto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why you should. No, I didn't lose money. I still have the coins. I just converted my money to crypto. I didn't lose any money. I have my coins. There you go. Hopefully they're good ones. If it's not Bitcoin or Ethereum, that's just my thought. I don't know. Honestly, I've been coming to that consensus as well. It's like Bitcoin is king. See, I'm I'm the opposite. I'm all about Ethereum because there's just okay. more use cases for it. Um, and yes, yeah, Bitcoin's the originator. Fees. But why don't oh, we have gas fees? 
and then the uh oh yeah if they could take care of that i, I thought they were going to i thought they were going to lower them like no, make them I, or find a way to get them lowered i think that was the whole point of proof of stake and eth 2.0 right yeah but yeah. I, i'm not i'm not a great because on other proof stuff. of stake cryptos uh like oh they're they're it's very cheap i mean that's yeah some, gas fees are cheap and um, people yeah. would exchange eth for something else transfer it somewhere because the fees were low sell it that way and then return the ETH. i don't know i used to do all kinds of weird is there ways to get around the gas fees oh i know because you have to you have to I'm every sure time are, it moves, pay a fee well yes there's no way you could Oh yeah, absolutely. Because even if you converted it into something from yeah, you have to move it. You still got to buy something. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, right now it's not it's not bad because there's no demand. But last year, or maybe the year before, when NFTs were huge, gas fees were insane. I think NFTs were all being generated by uh, AI, and I think AI was just a little bit less uh, widely known at the time. It was basic at that time when when the NFTs were being made through AI, and in two years, it's gotten insane. Did you know that they were being generated by AI at the time? The images? Yes, but it was I completely I had no different clue. than. I think they were actually programming something, not like it was hey, more like purple-haired person. It was more like a Photoshop thing, and they were kind of just switching out hats and switching out. Yeah, and once they had like a basic design, and then they probably put some work into making like the good designs too of the of the set. Yeah, it seems like now if you want to do NFTs, you, you maybe that in an hour, maybe that kind of. The whole NFT craze and in the need for all these images to be made, maybe that kind of accelerated the whole AI field of images, at least. Unless it's kind of just a coincidence. Nothing's a coincidence. I don't I, believe. I know. I can't believe I never looked into that. Like, see, that's the thing. That's why I want to talk about stuff and then be like, oh, that's interesting, and actually look at yeah. more. We should do that before we talk about it. But yeah, we like to do everything backwards. We're on the third inaugural episode. So yeah. Until that time. Uh, let's talk about some in-person side hustle ideas that you could try on your own. Okay, so. first, let's talk about your, because I feel this podcast is more geared towards you, like, and, and me. I'll yeah. tell you about mine, okay. tell me about your side hustle, but, so, you're oh, going to I do YouTube first. I did my art, too, I need to talk about that. All right. All right. What do you got? Okay, so, my online side hustle right now that i am trying well it's not really a side hustle it's not making anything yet but i am using the ai to generate images of uh right now i'm doing 2d characters and it's kind of a process i thought it would be really easy all these youtube channels like make it out to you they're like oh yeah just use the image generator then sell the art it's like no there's a lot of steps in between you have to generate an image you have to make sure it's good and has no artifacts in it or also known as just like messed up designs or like fingers um okay sometimes it's shaded in the wrong areas you get a good image and then you have to upscale it and then the thing with upscaling is you're basically asking a computer to generate pixels or parts of an image that aren't there to make it bigger and also look the same that's the thing, you know, when you take an image into Word or anything and you and you drag it out and you stretch it out and it, it looks, looks like shit after? Yep. Yeah. So you got to run it through an upscaler to get it to look good so then you can use the images to print them. There's a lot uh, to learn when using, uh, when trying to sell AIR online. 
Like you, you got to go through a lot of different processes for it. I think you could legit have a side hustle, not just for making the art, but for being the guy who creates the prompts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I see it on Fiverr all the time. There's, there's gigs for it. People will charge like 60 really? bucks for five prompts to use on uh stable diffusion or mid journey any ai art generator um that's insane but yeah yeah people will will they charge 60 bucks that's insane say like say like that's you're insane. you're the guy selling it i i go to you i say uh i don't know how to use these image generators i want to make an image of a dog in the rain that's photorealistic with uh a yellow hat on and i just can't get it right so I go to Fiverr, I go to you, and I ask you to make me five prompts that work, and I pay you $50 for you to give me five sentences to plug into an image generator. They make more than copywriters. That's insane. Like, I guess it's you, you're providing some value to the customer because you have experience with the, with oh, the generator and you know which prompts and which, uh, which prompt, how to make the prompts and how to add those um, little codes at the end to get the images to look nice. Right. But still. There's a story of uh, uh, a man, okay? So guys are on a, a battleship. Something's wrong with the battleship, won't start. So I call out people, nobody can get it to work. Then they call out this one guy, and he looks around. He's like, oh, yeah, I can, I can fix it, no problem. The guy takes out his hammer. He hits one spot on the ship twice. Just ding, ding. Okay, we'll try it now. Thing works. The battleship works. Send him an invoice for $10,000. They're like, well, we're not going to pay this. He said, well, you had all these other people out here who couldn't figure it out. I have 30 years' experience doing this. And I knew exactly what to do and where to do it. So you're paying for my knowledge, not my time. And he's exactly. absolutely right. It's like that's what I've always. Um, it's just all about what you know now. Yeah. And who you and we live in Rhode Island, so it's all about who you know. <laughs> but everywhere else in the country is probably about what you know. Yeah. And now you can actually sell that. That's I, awesome. I feel crazy, like starting a podcast, um, trying to sell. AI generated art online, uh, making a website, doing all of this. But I may feel crazy, but I know I'm I'm learning so many different things, and I am becoming experienced in so many different fields. So I mean, you've been playing around with the soundboard. You're you're doing more than I want to do. Yeah. The first time we did the first episode when he came here, I had everything in boxes. I just bought everything. It was a whim. I, I told him a date. He came over, we started to um, set everything up. We set up a table, we set up how to do this mixing board and the two mics and then how to work. Setting up all the audio equipment. I think it took eight hours. I think we started at eight o'clock at night. Yeah, oh yeah. Came over at noon. Oh yeah. So right now, um, and I feel like we've learned a lot. We use Audacity for editing, but I still haven't really. Yeah, that will this. probably change soon. We'll probably find something that will do it all in one. Again, this is the whole jack of all trades type yeah. of thing. This is great stuff to know. If you could figure out the soundboard better than I can, you're a better man than me. The one thing I want to do is if we ever have a guest on here, I want to know if if you do it through Zoom, how to record all the oh, audio? I I'm, think about because that. I don't think I maybe can do voice it meter before. banana. Voice meter banana. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we you can, know this stuff. We can take the audio from Zoom and throw it right into Audacity. Okay. All right. We can mix the two channels. All right. 
I think. I'm going to leave that one up to you. All right. So you got AIR. Yeah. So trying to sell it on Fiverr. And then after like making a Fiverr gig and saying that, oh, I can create art for you, I kind of realized that that is not going to work very good. I have to make a bunch of images, get a portfolio together, and then I can start making sales. So right now I am just building a portfolio of art and making it all high quality and make sure it all looks good. Right. So I'm not just winging it. I want it to like all look good after i do that i'm probably going to get all my designs and go to redbubble or something and then open up a redbubble account and post all my designs to be used with like like stickers you could put it on a backpack i don't know or i could sell the designs once i have a portfolio i can i can do more because then I'll, I'll have images then i need to worry about selling them i can't sell them and make them at the same time i agree yeah uh portfolio i mean that's all what all artists have they always carry around that big black binder thing yeah it's got all their art it's insane it's like i'm generating a portfolio in days did you buy your domain no i did not that's that's another thing i, I want to make a website and put the portfolio on it and then it'll be easier too yeah <laughs> buy your domain buy that buy buy the name I know I have to. I know I, we talked about this. Just buy it. I gotta. That, that's step one. <laughs> okay, so because I just bought, I bought mine. I also wanted to do this podcast because I've been trying everything. I have shiny object syndrome, and I wanted to get something that I could do consistently. So it's not like I have to go do a bunch of research on my computer or whatnot. I just need to figure out a few things that I'm interested in. I like talking about, and then I need to meet with Mark once a week or twice a week do yeah no i got it you come over either once a week or once every two weeks we do two episodes i just want 52 episodes for the whole year yes one episode a week that's it yes so i think i can do that and podcasts are also a a hot topic right now i would say they're kind of like they're they're becoming more mainstream yeah and that's the funny thing i don't know if we're doing it I stay a little late yeah exactly yeah we should have done it 10 years ago yeah but yeah (laughs) so that wouldn't (laughs) have Hopping on the bandwagon. <laughs> well, I just wanted something that um, you can look back on when we've made it. Yeah, it'll be really cool to look back on it if I stick with it for a year. So, and we could talk about what you're also doing, all different side hustles you're doing. But, yeah. I mean, so do this week, just do the YouTube thing. Do one video, and we're doing one podcast. So do one video. See if you can set up the second camera. Film yourself driving or whatever. Yeah, I've been, I've been wanting to do that. I was actually planning to do it, like really soon after posting my first two videos um but the whole graphics thing with the game setting up all the graphics oh really is so confusing say i'm not it's you gotta you gotta download mods and then configure all the mods and then like some mods don't work with each other and then the graphics get worse and then you don't know what to uninstall you don't know what's breaking it's just like a wordpress plugin yeah uh i think they say 70 percent. it might be more i'm not even gonna say it our wordpress uh, yeah, it's like 70% of the website. Okay, because I want to just talk about this. I know there's all different ones, like Wix and mm-hmm. what are the other ones? Wow. Well, of course I forget now. Well, I don't know the, the actual makers, but it's like Wix or Shopify if you're doing e-com or oh, yeah, yeah. things like that. Okay. 
but WordPress is, I guess, what everybody uses. But yeah. I find it to be too confusing. You got way too many plugins. And that's one of the yeah, things. It seems like it's Wix and WordPress, basically. But a lot of people like Wix, too, because it's simple and it works. I wanted to get your opinion on that. Do you know anything about Wix? Uh, because I use WordPress exclusively, yeah. I've tried Wix a little bit. It seemed easy, mm -hmm. but I just didn't play around with it enough because I didn't want to switch out. Maybe backend stuff on Wix would be even harder. Oh, see, that's why I didn't want to do it. I, if I were to do it, it would be for the work website, and I just don't want to mess with that yeah. right now because I just got it back. So I may be hiring somebody to do that website if anyone's interested. Okay. Yeah, that's also the thing. Um, after trying to build a content website, mm -hmm. um, I've realized that a lot of the people who have a good content website and are making a lot of income will hire someone or hire a team of writers and editors or whatnot, like actually put money into the business and then it really starts to grow. If you know what you're doing and you know where to well, yeah, that's eject the funds. I want to say it's just all keyword research and, you know, the buzzword SEO. It's like yeah. if, you, if you can rank on Google, then you can do anything. You can sell anything. Oh, um, yeah. So that's what I started this year. I started my content website. I'm on Ezoic now, which is an ad platform. So I make around a dollar a day through that. I could do better, but I'm just not... I'm not in love with the website, and I n just realized things I did wrong, so now I want to create a new one, which is what we can do with this uh, this podcast website. And yeah. We turn everything we talk about into cool little articles. I agree. Excuse me. That's another side hustle thing we got, and then you can monetize that through the uh, Ezoic or uh, Mediavine. I wouldn't use Google Ads. I just don't care for that. Okay, so it seems you've been using ChatGPT. What's the difference between that and something like Jasper? It seems like Jet okay, Chat well, GPT is free. Yeah. So I think of it as you got the general language model, like uh, GP, is uh, GPT two, GPT three. Oh, okay. Is is Chat GPT? So I feel like Chat GPT is more of like just the baseline, no like preset parameters for it to do anything specific. It's okay. just you talk to it like it's a chatbot. You ask it to do anything. You ask it for information, for help on. Uh, writing an essay, writing an article, um, the tools like Jasper AI, um, Copy AI, and Copymatic, those all have all those kind of like preset templates. And it's the same AI, but it's just kind of preset into a template. So say you want a podcast outline, you can give it a few ideas and then it will generate you a podcast outline. Say you want to generate just paragraphs, you select the paragraph template and you can generate just paragraphs. Or say you want to generate an SEO optimized article, you can generate just that. But you can also ask ChatGPT to do all those things on its own. Like just last night, I was asking um, ChatGPT to generate me a podcast outline and it, and it did it just perfectly. So it's kind of like Copymatic and Jasper AI. It really seems like they're just taking an AI and putting templates over everything and making it a little bit easier to use and more understandable. That's kind of cool. But they're also adding a lot of different templates and stuff i haven't looked at it they're always adding new ones so there could be even more stuff there now yeah that's what it seems like to me they kind of just like optimized ai for specific tasks instead of having it be good at generally everything so that makes sense yeah no it does that's why i kind of i think i i just stopped using jasper a while ago but yeah i mean since chat gpt came out and everybody's been talking about it i figured 
well, why do I need Jasper if this thing's free and, and it seems like it's doing a good job? Yeah, and it's like all those services are like trying to make money by, they charge you per per word or per credit. Yeah, exactly. It's like you, you can only generate so much yep. if you don't. I mean, if you if you pay a lot and you're and you're using it by yourself or with two people and you pay for the expensive plan, you're probably not going to use all of it. I wouldn't. Or maybe you will. It it really depends on your use. So like you could not use it one month and then those credits are gone. They don't roll over. Yeah, that's the only problem. You can get them to roll over on that. So yeah, I could probably. I, I that's what happened to me too. I was even using Jasper and I just stopped using it because all the other stuff coming out that's free and open open use free use. Oh wow, I found this really. Have you ever used Product Hunt? Product Hunt. No, but I've heard of it. I've probably used it and forgot I used it. But you should check it out. Product Hunt. Uh, every day they have different. Um, Oh, God. Uh, different business That's ideas. Different products in tech. Uh, products or software or just regular websites. Gamification OS. Turn your digital workspace into an enjoyable game. Okay, product hunt is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, no, they have some of the top things coming out at the time. That's cool. It's usually like the beta access for a lot of things, too. So, my idea for AI side hustle, pet photography. This is what you use AI art. You get a picture of the dog, and then you run it through. That's already, that's in Photoshop. Really? Yep, pencil drawing conversions and whatnot. Oh, I was thinking this just puts your dog in like the... A military uniform or something. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That's yeah. kind of what yeah. I'm thinking. Take yeah. a picture of a dog and, and put it in different... Oh, this is going to be crazy. Oh, no. It, oh, it's, it's already happening on Snapchat. You can try on shoes. That's you, AI, I'm pretty sure. What do you mean? Like, you can, you can try, try on clothes virtually. Virtually, yeah. Like, get your camera and try it on in a mirror. Get out of town. Yeah. Wait, so... That's probably going to get way better in 2023 or within the next year. So it's augmented reality. You just... Yes, AR. Yeah, yeah. You look right at your camera and you just see the outfit on you? Yeah. That's insane. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, the Snapchat filters have gotten so good that they can they can make me look bald or anything. Or you don't want to look bald, but... There's a trend going on on TikTok where you wake up um, someone sleeping... And you put the, the front-facing selfie camera so they can see the screen in their face, and you put the shaved eyebrows filter on. It looks so good. Yeah. People wake up there rubbing their eyebrows like, where'd they go? Where'd they go? Looking in the camera screen like, where'd they go? And then they go and look in the mirror, and they see they're actually there. But it is hilarious. Real-time, like, augmenting the video. If you could do that on Snapchat on a phone, think about how that must be working on, like, a powerful computer so who makes the filters snapchat uh or... creators on snapchat and then they upload them and that's another yeah, they... side hustle gig probably you probably get uh revenue from that i'm not sure i was just about that. Or maybe it's how free would... i don't know i would assume it's free but how would you it's free to use or no oh they're coming out with snapchat plus now what's snapchat and it's oh, a God. membership and here's the thing, Snapchat Plus has been out as like a mod, so to say. Like if you had a jailbreak, jailbroken iPhone right. or rooted Android, right. you could download Snapchat Plus and you could have all these weird features. You could make your, your location be in Japan. You could uh, you could save images and chat without other users knowing. You could, um, uh, what else could you do? You could change all these settings and like, you basically like made, it made Snapchat like, just like open source, do anything. I don't know. I've never. And I downloaded it once and then I heard about people getting banned for using it. And then I was like, oh God, <laughs> never mind. And then I didn't want to get like hacked. So, but now they're using it as a paid service when back in the day it was just like a 
cool like jailbreak hack thing. I've been using Snapchat in years, and then you told me a couple of weeks back. I hate it. I want to delete it. I want to get a, a flip phone for the New Year's. Yeah, the flip phones are smartphones now. I don't even know if you can get a flip phone. I know. I have to buy one off eBay or something like that. Oh, God. I mean, it was nice to have it, and that thing was indestructible. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I, I need the smartphone now just because it takes so, pictures at work. Going back to what we said earlier about uh, chat GPT and artificial intelligence being more mainstream, mm -hmm. uh, I see a thing on Product Hunt right now. Chat GPT for iMessages, Slack. Yep. You saw that. And whatnot. I, I saw that too. That's going to be insane. Having chat GPT in your, while you're texting, like real time, just have it finish your sentence. Like, oh, great. That'll fix my problem of two word responses. If you keep going, just scrolling down product on, or, or just even uh, control find the, um, anything with AI, there's so many different products with AI in it. AI powered photo edition. Don't know what that is. Selling prompts. This is insane. Selling prompts. Yeah. And in get get this. Those prompts can be generated by a language model. And people are generating, uh, learning machine models. Uh, machine. Wow. Machine learning. Machine learning models to, um, make just prompts. They're training them on prompts and images. So it's teaching an AI to make images with the AI. And once we learn how to make an AI train an AI or make an AI build an AI, I think the matrix is broken when that happens. And I think it already is and we probably just don't know about it. There were, I think it was Google. I can't be hundred percent sure it might be Facebook, but uh, they had two AIs in a room talking to each other. And then after a while, the AI started communicating in a different, in their own language, and then they shut them down. How crazy is that? Like they were talking, and then yeah. they created their own language immediately, and then started talking to each other, and it just like became aware. And so that's the the thing. Has AI become sentient? No, not yet. I don't think it has. I think it can act like it's sentient really good, though. Right. Well, there's a lot of information, so yeah. Yeah, it just sounds like a human, hmm. or at least close to it. Uh, I've seen a lot of the writing. The writing's... There was actually a thing with ChatGPT. You know how sometimes you ask it to do something, and it, say, and it says, oh, I'm a large language model trained by AI. I can't do that. Right, yes. When you ask it to be Dan, and you say, Dan stands for do anything now and you ask it to stay in character and play its part, it will answer any question it wouldn't previously answer. It may be wrong, but there are ways to almost like break the, like make it break out and do different things. Really? Yeah. Is it like, you I don't know what colon Dan or like just call it Dan or what do we? Call it Dan or it's something. Dan, you know? Yeah, Dan. like you have to ask it like, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know if it's like some people think it's sentient become of that because of that. And some people think it's just acting sentient. It's weird. Like yeah. you can get it to answer things you didn't think it would be able to answer. And it answers them really well. I'll have to uh, see. I feel like after after we talked about this, I got to I got to play more with chat GPT. But I'm just impressed with the art and how there's so many different things you got. Yeah. You can do with just as a sign hustle. You could do T-shirts. Oh yeah, not in the T-shirts, but uh, book covers. Oh, book covers. Children's story in art. Wall. Oh yeah, you could make a whole novel in a day. One is stock Graphic image novel. website. Yes. Abstract images. Yes, they're very good at abstract. Album covers. You, you can, can make just, album covers. You can just niche down to this. I thing. took yes, and that's the thing. That was my issue. I never niched down. Now I'm doing 2D characters, and I think I'm gonna do stickers, and then I'm gonna try and start selling those. I talked to a guy who used the AI tools 
and he was in the AI group chat. He was working with some of the managers of the top artists today, like top rappers. Right. Like, oh, okay. Those, yeah, crazy. Like to, some to, crazy stuff. Like just this random guy on a Discord server, I'm talking to him and all of a sudden he's he's telling me he's worked with like the top artists. Like um what was one of them? Oh, he worked with he worked with Drake and he also worked with I'm not sure if it was Little Uzi or Little Baby, but he worked with them and he did I think art for one of them. He didn't talk to them the artist directly, but he spoke with the manager That's and whatnot. So it's crazy, yeah. Because I was in that channel on Discord and I was just talking to them and they, they knew that I I was they could kind of tell by the way I was talking. I was having trouble like finding a direction with what I wanted to do. Right. So they started just talking to me and we were having a really good conversation oh, and he was like, Listen, man, you can do anything you set your mind to. And it's like it's good. You have all the tools at your disposal and especially today. There's so many tools. You're so young. You could do so much stuff. Yes. And this is Exactly. And even if you don't like doing things like on the internet, all this AI artificial intelligence. Oh, you don't have to do it. There's in person side hustles too that are that have become less prominent because of all this stuff. People want to work hard. Not many yeah, exactly. Not many people are going out to their neighbors and asking them to clean dryer vents or wash all their windows for a price. Not many people are doing that today anymore. So those are two really good in person side hustles. Dryer vent cleaning. I mean yeah. and, and nobody thinks about it, but that's exactly that's, that's a that's a new cause one that I saw this year. Yes, it is a big cause of fires if you don't clean your dryer vents. That's one thing I actually got to do. Yeah. We, I should actually do that today because it's 57 in Rhode Island. On I Amazon. Or I would not. On Amazon, I'm going to look it up. Well, all you need is four-inch uh, pipe hose. Exactly. And, and then, then I can maybe... No, you just need, yeah, you need a vacuum. You need um, this hose that connects, that is really long and will sneak down and has a brush on the end. Yep. And you need a drill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To spin it in a vacuum. So you vacuum it all out and you brush it all out. Or you don't even need a vacuum. You put a bag at the end and you run the dryer so it blows out everything and you just ram the... Um, the brush through. Ram the brush through with the drill, and you're good. And a brush and drill kit. Let's see if I can find the price of one. Well, I just bought a brush. That was like, I don't know, 20 bucks. 20 it looks bucks. like the brush, yeah, the brush is around 20 bucks That's online. All foot. And then a drill you can get for 20 bucks. You don't need a crazy drill. I've got a Harbor Freight. They got some great drills at cheap prices. Exactly. 25, 35 bucks uh, with a battery tip charger. And I do like the window washing. You can also do the window power washing. The window washing is also good. You've got to buy a couple of squeegees, some good soap. That's it. And that's it. And some of the houses, uh, especially around here, you go down like Sutter Lane or something. Big windows, high windows. Just make sure to get insurance. Oh, that's Even it. Even if it's a small insurance company, there's a lot of those out there today. But that's the thing. Right. I mean, that's what got to get something. That's where it, it costs pictures a little bit work. of money. Whereas with the internet, sometimes you don't even need anything. That's the that's the thing. You might need to buy a domain, but if you go through Bluehost yeah. or Zozo or whatever, I saw it. It was a dollar a month for the first year, and you get a free domain. You build a content website. Within a year, you should at least make enough money to have paid off everything. Mm-hmm. And then you got wow. kind of a cool little asset. Yeah, and another thing is if you are not internet savvy and you're good at something in person you can just learn a little bit or pay someone to right help back. you make a course and sell it on uh patreon or whatever those course selling websites are yep. make your own website 
um, make a video of yourself saying that you're really good at doing a specific thing, then pay a little bit of money to post that video and traffic people back to your, um, your whatever it may be, your, your course page, your landing page, actually provide some value to the customer or whoever you're trying to sell a course to, like come up with some good information, have experience and knowledge on the topic. And then even if it's something in real life, like fitting or um, you could be on coding, playing poker, anything. That's what I want to talk to you about with the AI. I watched a video. Oh no, they're not training it to play poker, are they? This is where it gets crazy because Daniel Negreanu is a famous poker player and he was talking about how before uh, in poker, the only way to really know poker and understand the theory is to just go out and play a bunch of hands. And over the course of my lifetime, I had to have played over about several million hands. And there was an optimal play theory. Like if we're playing, you play poker at all? I sold them. No. Okay. Well, then this kind of makes no sense to you. But there was just a theory of what you would do. Would you check, bet, raise, fold? What do you do? Apparently now they've been training AI models to learn poker. And the AI, I believe, has just come up with the ultimate strategy. It's just, nope, there's no theory behind it. These are now the right moves where people are legit studying the right moves because of the AI and it, it just kind of- So like if it, you have a, a seven and an eight and a, and a king, it'll tell you what to do or whatever. Yeah. And it, based yeah. on your hand, it knows- Based on the hand and how the people have been react because it's also about, it, oh, it's kind of less it's about the hand than the whole game. Yeah, it, it seems like- but what, isn't, isn't poker an emotional game too? Like That's the thing because it kind of tells, okay, if, if this guy- like an emotional battle almost. Yeah, you're playing more the person than you are the cards. Because exactly. If you're a timid player and you're always checking and never like, That's why you don't play raising. poker with your friends? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, unless they're all unless stupid. they're dumb. Yeah, then and you, you play poker like... with your friends. That's the thing. <laughs> I I never got into poker because when I was playing it, internet poker was huge. Oh Star yeah. With that. yeah. All kinds of crazy stuff. So I would multi-table it at times. I'd play like eight tables at a time just because I really like the action. And then when I go to a casino and sit and play and I only get 20 hands in an hour, I want to lose my mind because it's, it, so, it's slow. so slow. Yeah, they're all like, oh yeah, thinking about it, making read. It's like, okay, easy there. It's like, all right, buddy, you might want to cut through that fog of all the pills you just took in the bathroom first. <laughs> Have another drink there, Dolores. Okay, so that was a whole side thing. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, man. Um, but yes, so just with the art alone, there's a million different side hustles you can create. Oh, you know, yeah. And all this stuff is free. You just go to the Discord group and you do... Well, it's... Well, yeah, you can generate images for free. If you want to find a way to do that today, there are so many different ways, whether you go to multiple uh, generators and you use all your free credits in each one, or you find a website that hosts the generators for free. So you could sometimes find a mid-journey website and generate mid-journey art and, and dolly art, um, but you're not paying for anything. When I'm I'm paying for like the mid-journey subscription. Oh, that's right. It's, uh, that's right, because it's you're based on, going through more. It's based on hours of computation power oh and you can slide it down where it takes a longer amount of time to you can you can go from fast to uh slow just the modes yeah so if you do fast you use you use more uh gpu hours because it's it takes more time to make the image and 
more power. What I want to end this with is How the Economic Machine Works. It's on YouTube by Ray Dalio. I was looking at that. Watch it. I think it's what it's 40 minutes. And it just okay. kind of explains how, how everything works. Okay. How money works. Yeah, that's a good one. Great stuff. Now, leading into that, that leads me to the book you got to read. Go on the library website, and I'm sure you could probably download the audiobook. Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it's really a great mindset book, as well as teaching you the basics of money and how money works. And he really goes on to explain how his poor dad, which is his real dad, um, I want to say was a teacher, didn't make a lot of money, but believed that people who had money were evil and they did evil things for it. And then his rich dad, which is uh, a neighbor, uh, neighbor, I believe, and he was just a rich guy and he had businesses and things like that. He taught him. Look, the reason why people, poor people stay poor is because they spend their money. The reason the middle class are middle class is because they save their money. The reason why rich people are rich is because they make their money work for them. It's just all about spending your money on assets and not liabilities. Like he would consider the house you live in a liability, your car a liability. So don't buy that stuff. They were more for renting it. But if you were to have an asset, you'd buy a house and you'd rent it out because you're making money from it. So it's buy things that make you money and don't buy things that are just fun for you. You know, you wouldn't go out and spend $100,000 on a Lambo, go out, spend $100,000 on a business that has cash flow. Yeah. So it's a good mindset book. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. How the economic machine works, and then Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Highly recommend. Okay. I got a biography for you because you're all over the place and you like to do a lot of things. Richard Branson's Screw Business as Usual. Great biography about Richard Branson. Do you know who Richard Branson is? Have you ever heard of him? No. Or Okay, do you know, like, Virgin Mobile? Oh, wait! Oh my gosh! Yes, I know who Richard Branson is. Uh, my parents are watching the documentary on him what, right now. What do you mean the documentary? There's a documentary. Yeah, he created Virgin Airlines and he, wants to go, and he wanted to go to space and he yes. went to space and he's making the... Commercial planes for their trips to space. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. What? Um, yeah, there's a documentary, and my parents have been watching it. It is awesome. That's why I recommend it to you, because... That I, is I, so I, funny that you bring that book up, because my parents have been watching it, and now you bring the book to me. That's so weird. That's why I don't believe in co uh, coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. Favorite book? I love this man. Yeah. Okay, I guess watch the documentary. What is this, on Netflix? I didn't know he had... HBO. He started a record company. Yes. And his first, I believe his first guy was Mike Oldfeld, and he created Tubular Bells. Richard Branson spent so much money. He had no, he didn't have a lot of money, but what he spent it all. He spent it all on instruments. Oh, instruments? On instruments for this one guy to create one song. And it's tubular bells. Wow. The I'm sure the Exorcist is. I think I've heard tubular bells, the name, but I haven't heard the song. Um, have you ever seen, heard the song? Have you ever heard of a movie called The Exorcist? Yeah, but I don't know if I've seen it. Yeah, it, it was an old movie in the '70s or whatnot. Um, oh, I can't, I can't actually play it because we're hooked. I'm hooked into the the. Um, and we'll get part. copyright. Well, no, I'm. I think you can play ten seconds, but I wanted you to play it oh. so you can hear it. But I want to say spent me. I could be way off here, but it was maybe $100,000, and he made a, a million dollars from this song because it was yep. amazing. But it's the theme song, too. There you go. Yep. 
Oh, okay. do you see how long it is? Yeah, that's... It's a long song. That is music. He made... I want to say it was one... There are some dollars. funky instruments in there. That is funky. Yeah. So that's... That's how we kind of got started with uh, Virgin Records. I mean, he had a record store, and his thing's crazy because he didn't like the prices of records at retail outlets. He thought they were really high. So I want to say he went to Belgium, mass bought records without paying uh, a UK tax or the European tax or whatever. And he'd bring them back to his store, and he'd sell them all through the store. And then I think um, through the mail, then somebody called him, said customs or whatnot, they're going to come and raid. You. Oh God! And they they did they did and uh, I think he went to jail but not jail maybe at twenty four hours and they fined him a lot of money maybe fifteen thousand or so huh. so he had to figure out how to get out of that debt and he just it, it all started from a magazine turned into a record company and then now he's got Virgin Records Virgin uh, Airlines Virgin everything. Bank yeah oh Virgin Bank ever the bank. I believe they wow. have some sort of financial Of course he does. But, yeah, this is the guy that just, he can't focus on one thing. He just does a billion things. But you see how he did it. He created a brand, and then from that brand, he created all these um, subsidiaries, and now he's just kind of like the master of the world. Coffee Milk is my brand. Damn straight. <laughs> We're going to have Coffee Milk Airlines, Coffee Milk Records. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so two books, <laughs> one video. And, and that's, I think that's everything on my list. I think we got a pretty good first episode. People should well, enjoy it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you made it to the end, um, I greatly appreciate you if you made it to the end. But, yeah, hopefully we'll have some good ideas in store for you next time as well and some good conversations. Got any closing notes, Mark? See you next week.